Mike and Dave hit the stage, we see how people really understood the assignment. Today, it's they understood the assignment, covers, and how we deal with them. Now, today, it's me, Dave, Mike, and Mike, the angry wizard. (laughs) Now, you said you had a disclaimer for this one? Yeah, because when the entire conversation came up of me coming up Mm -hmm. onto the show, I wasn't given the total, the title, the type, this, oh, motherfucker. I can't even talk today. I wasn't told they understood the assignment. I was just told covers. Ah, whatever. So <laughs> you picked the worst covers? No, I took people putting their own spin on the cover. That's fine. Actually, that's what we mean by they understood oh, the I, assignment. Because like, some of the other ones, I'm like, well, it's pretty damn close to the original compared to stuff that I picked. I I think if you if you take a song and make it your own and it's still the cover, you've done, you've, you know the assignment. Okay. Right. Or if you do a pitch perfect cover, also understood the assignment. You understand the song. You understand the meaning. Going against it or going, you know, almost hamming it up, uh, a very specific uh, bad cover, uh, Falling in Reverse has a cover of Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. Which is the douchebaggiest thing I've ever heard. Why? They just they just do it, it just, bad on purpose? It just, it, no, they don't do it bad on purpose. They're taking it seriously. Yeah. But it sucks. Oh, okay. Like, it really sucks. So you mean it's kind of like William Shatner doing Mr. Tambourine Man? I fucking hate you. <laughs> so it's kind of like Leonard Nimoy doing the ballad of Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> I swear to God I'm going to stab you with a potato peeler. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. One more. Come on. I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're drawing a blank. <laughs> it's like Patrick Stewart doing a one-man show of A Christmas Carol. I would actually enjoy that. I know, so would I. <laughs> Patrick Stewart could read the phone book. I'd be listening yeah. with my fists under my chins and Oof. my feetsies kicking in the background. Fucking love God. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and I don't. I'm not a Star Trek fan particularly, but Patrick Stewart is amazing. Yes. That is my Professor X. I will die on that hill. <laughs> not only that, who else could be in a movie where he's running into combat, like full out war, carrying a freaking pug? What? What movie was that? <laughs> Dune. The original David Lynch Dune. I think that's... I blocked that out like a bad memory. <laughs> so, understanding the assignment, we're going to start with Real Big Fish. Yeah. And I could not believe this. Um, I love AHA, and I love the song Take On Me. Everybody does. Right. I don't care if you like rap, if you like reggae, Take On Me by AHA. Well, Take On Me by AHA feels good. Yeah. It, it's so great. And this is great. And I know you were like, ah, I'm going to get him with all ska. Well, no, no, it wasn't that I was going to get you with it. It was just that as soon as we agreed on doing covers, the only the covers that shot right into my head were the ska covers. Were the ska covers good? Because like I knew this one from the freaking nineties, right? Yeah, and because like it's just freaking, it's just so goddamn good. Right, that's it. That's all it is. Right, and like this one and the other ones that you put onto the list. Again, they're just so goddamn good. Yeah. Well produced, well played, and they took good songs. And Right. It's a great song. And, and they all t- they took them serious. Yes. It wasn't. Yes. Like this one's a little jokey, a little, little, you know, a little tongue in cheek, but they, but they did it I don't justice. Feel, I don't feel like it's tongue in cheek. I feel like they took it seriously. Yeah. yeah. And they made a great song. Right. Like even if it's, a, it is a cover and it, it very much has the stuff the cover has. Yeah. But it's perfect. It's yeah. a per- it's perfectly performed, written, recorded. You know, they did it. They mm-hmm. did it right. And there's no way to say, well, they could have done it better. How? Right. How could they have done this better than the way they did it? Right. The it wouldn't have been them if they didn't do it if they didn't do it the way they did it. The only way to do it better than them is being aha and re- right. recording in the first place. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked about a, a different cover on the way here. The first time I heard Shout, um, the Tears for Fears song. Yeah. 
everyone everyone around our age the first time they heard it as a cover was disturbed Mm -hmm. for me that wasn't the case i knew somebody who i went to school with when i was younger and her boyfriend had a punk band the first time i heard shout as a cover it was a punk cover Uh and i loved it right and then i heard the disturbed one i'm like this is good too yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, but the bar was set differently then. Yeah, yeah. So covers weren't really a thing up until that point for me. And then when I heard that, I'm like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. So this falls in my eyes. This falls under that, mm-hmm. under that moniker of really understanding what the song's about, how it's supposed to feel, and then putting your music into it. Yeah. It's, it's just delicious. Sorry, it's I had an inch on my foot. That's all right. <laughs> um, it's poppy. Yeah. And. The original was poppy, but a different type. Yeah. So well, they they didn't take away the feel of the song. They, you know what? They definitely they made it fun. Yeah, I was gonna say they definitely, aha. The, the aha version is almost uh, melancholic, melancholic in a way. Yeah, yeah. You said comic because the video. Yeah, comic <laughs> melancholic. <laughs> no, I just can't talk. Yeah. So as a standard, if you don't like aha, you can go fuck yourself with a meat tenderizer. Oof-a. This. This is awesome. The song, the original's awesome. The cover's awesome. And like I said, over the past few podcasts, I did not like Ska. Yeah. I realized I don't like Gwen Stefani. I actually <laughs> enjoy Ska. I really like this. And we're gonna get we're gonna talk about more of this later, but I really like this. This is gonna be this is gonna be a thing. Yeah. Like this is added to the collection. It's in the rotation. Well, I, there's other real big fish which you probably wouldn't like. But that's okay. You know what? I'm going to discover them and I'll make that decision. Yeah. But this was a great first introduction to a band I really haven't heard a lot from. Uh Uh-huh. And now... Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, God. Oh, God. I didn't mean to do that. I apologize. So the next one is Last in Line by Tenacious D. Bro. Initially recorded by Ronnie James Dio. Bro. For the band Dio. I... Jack Black. If you say I hate this, no, I'm going over there. Jack Black can do no wrong in my eyes. I really was hoping you'd say that. No. I, I... I, I really was I I'm I at first I was like oh the fact the the fat guy's no. doing rock and metal no because and he takes it so seriously what that's I, yeah that's ahead. the thing because I was afraid it was gonna be like a total joke no when I saw it the, on the thing list. with Jack Black is that he takes the music seriously so seriously yeah Tenacious D may be a kind of a jokey band but, but if you, you listen to the songs they are phenomenal they're serious songs. They're, they're, I mean, he takes the music seriously, even if it's supposed to be a funny song. Mm-hmm. He takes it with the with the seriousness of someone who wrote music. Right. Does. And he puts, and, and especially in this song, he puts his heart and soul right. into yeah. that voice. And you could feel it when you listen to it. Oh, it's Because just... like, you, like, like, like you said, you know, it's, I thought, oh, oh, you know. But then you listen to it and it's like, no, he's, he's doing it. Even if it's not perfect, it works because he's... Serious about and it, and he's throwing himself into right. it. He loves the song so much that he wants he wants to do it right. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention that this is not like something they put on a Tenacious D album. It probably was at some point. Yeah, this was on a um was it a, a movie. It was no, a, po- a Dio. Uh, it's a posthumous uh, uh, tribute album. Tribute, called okay. yeah. Ronnie James yeah. Dio. This is your life. This was produced by Jamie Josta of Hatebreed. Oh shit! So the last, which one by the way, you would. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off no. there. Jamie Josta is. So into music. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you've listened to his podcast. I have. He because of you. He loves music, and he loves doing things. Like people bring things up, and he's like, "I'll do it for you. I'll do it with you." He, he's Jim Norton, 
did a, a he, he has a character called Chip Chipperson, and he has a podcast. Not a, a podcast. podcast. Not no. a po- podcast. Chip, a podcast. And it's terrible. It's Jamie Josta was in on, on their show, and he said that he wanted uh, a, 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 an opening song, a theme song. Jamie Josta wrote it for him, yep. and he used it on every one of his podcasts. 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 And uh, <laughs> it, yeah, Jamie Josta. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to go off on a tangent here, but no, I'm actually Jamie going in the Josta same loves music. Yes, That's yes. why he did this. That's why. I mean, I remember. You know, I think I maybe once I saw him at Castle. And back then he was the chubby kid, you know. And the, but you know, know I mean, in, in, a, in a local band, in yeah. a Connecticut band. But I I do want to interject. Um, as far as Jamie Josta in music, this is. Do you remember the last D. Snyder album, For the Love of Metal? Yeah, he he, he was, wrote it. Yeah, that's right. Everything. I forgot about that. He basically said, "Hey, D. Snyder, I wrote you an album. D. Snyder's <laughs> cool. I'll sing it." Yeah. How good do you have to be for mm-hmm. D. Snyder to go? Yeah, I'll yeah, sing everything yeah. you just wrote me with no edits. Yeah. Yeah. And any anytime somebody wants to work with him, he's like, "Yeah, yeah. I'll do it." Yeah, even he's a, phenomenal. He even does a, he does merch. He does everything. Yeah, if somebody's like got a shirt idea, he's like, "I'll make it." He's the, <laughs> he's the, he's the single driving force in 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 local music when it comes to this stuff. Um, that album he covers. Um, oh, I can't even remember the name of the song. Oh. I think he's buried alive. I don't know. I didn't listen to the whole album. I just listened to this song. It's one one of the Dio songs he covers, and. It's perfect. Yeah. And Josta doesn't have a deal voice. Yeah. But he pulls it down to his level, to his his pitch, and it's awesome. So he's doing it the right way. Yes. Every mm-hmm. every single cover on this album. Obviously, um, Holy Diver by uh, Killswitch is on here. Yeah. Not my choice for best cover song. Right, but they did, they did. They did They great. did okay. Yeah. They did great. But this, the fact that they didn't have a guitar solo in this, and they replaced it with a flute, with a flute solo. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... It's not even it a works. joke. Yeah. It works. It's a, you'd expect a flute solo to be funny. Yeah, it works so well. This is they get, what's his name from Jethro Tull for it. I hope Ian Anderson did oh, this. Thank you. <laughs> I drew a blank on his name. That's thank why. you. Um, this this album, Doro Pesh doing uh, Egypt. Mm. Yeah, this album. I'll give you a copy. It is it is balls to the wall. Halford doing Man on a Silver Mountain. Uh huh. Oh, Glenn really? Hughes, I Valley can see that. Of oh, I can't remember the name of the song. Glenn Hughes does a song. There, I mean, these are this this is rock royalty playing tribute to heavy metal royalty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always I always think of Dio. Like I know people who don't like him. I'm like, why? Yeah, like I don't get it. And just then I, his, I I heard uh, this is this is guy on on TikTok that does uh, he does um, the story of bands, right? And he it takes about three minutes, and he never tells you who it is. In the beginning, he'll say there was this guy Mike and this guy Dave. You know, they grew up together. They met each other at school. This and that, and he goes through the story of how they. And about halfway through, I, 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 I sometimes I get it. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, ooh, it's this band. The other day, it just so happened that he did Dio, and I forget his real name. But I don't remember his real name. Yeah. Some some super Italian super name. Super Italian. And um, and they're going through, and I'm listening, and I'm going, is this? Is this Dio? Because then he goes through and he goes, yeah, he changed his name to his his mother's maiden something. He picked the the Dio name is 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 uh, sure for like Diolino or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and it was just a cool story about how like he started out as like like an 
opera singer or something like that. I thought it was doo-wop. He, he or like a, yeah, he, he was a, classically trained yeah. and started with Ronnie and the Red Caps. Yeah. Which was doo-wop. Yeah. Then he cut over to Elf and then from Elf he went to uh Rainbow. From Rainbow he left and cut out on his own. No. No, well, after Rainbow I think he went to Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath. Then so he, he went cut out yeah. and went to Dio. Yeah. Then back to Black Sabbath, and uh-huh. then Dio yeah. for the rest of his this, career. Yeah, and but then the, Heaven and Hell, and Heaven and Hell, the final iteration of the Ronnie James Dio Black Sabbath era. Yeah, if you do not know the band Heaven and Hell, look them up. They are so good. It's and it's literally the two most important members of Black Sabbath. Yeah, uh, Tony Iommi, Geezer Butler, Ronnie James Dio, and Vinnie Appice, uh, Apice. 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 On on drums, I never say his last name right. Yeah, there's two of them. I fuck their name up all the time. No, the, one Vinny of them and is, Carmine. One of them is Apathy. The other one says a piece. Oh, motherfuckers! Yeah, they do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Vanilla Fudge can suck a dick. Wow, you're <laughs> very angry. <laughs> well, if you're gonna fuck your own name up and you're gonna make it difficult for me, <laughs> why? That's not you know. There's a there's there's a family in in our neighborhood that has the same spelling last name as me, and they're Gracie. Yeah, they're Gracie. We're Grassy. Think you're gonna get on the list of what? Go ahead, go, say, go, <laughs> go fuck yourself, Rossi. Sit on a dick. <laughs> the 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 thing with Dio is by the time by the time Last in Line came out, he had been around for thirty years. Yeah, and he was already considered rock and roll royalty, even though he wasn't as well known as Black Sabbath. He was more than the sum of all the bands he'd been in. Yeah, because he'd been there and he'd encourage everyone. And his falling out with um, his falling out with Vivian Campbell, which led him to join uh, Def Leppard. Yeah, was it not White Snake first? He joined White Snake first, then he cut across to Def Leppard. Wow, it's so nice to have the the the, the correction right there. <laughs> that, Holy was, sh- that was cool. That was he so just fast. he looked at you and went, "No asshole, you're I'm wrong." Glad, but I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, that, that, no, that, was, that. that was cool. I got to see it too. I got to watch it there from across the room. So many the members of table. White Snake. Yes, I think I might have been there at one point. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Did I play keyboard for White Snake? Who knows? <laughs> um, the last iteration of White Snake, the the last tour, yeah, had one of my favorite singers not singing. Uh huh. It had um, uh, their keyboardist is this uh, Croatian singer. And now I've lost his name. Dino. Dino Julusic. I was about to say Dino San Martino. I don't know yeah, why. Dino, yeah. <laughs> Dino. You mixed up two old wrestler <laughs> names. Dino Bravo and Bruno San Martino. I hate wrestling. I appreciate that you got two wrestlers names. Completely I appreciate wrong. That. They were completely wrong, but he was close. I he know. was closer than I thought he'd and get. Me and I were supposed to go see White Snake on this tour, but they had to back out. They had to back out because um, um, David Coverdale. Dale, and uh, COVID, then respiratory issues. And something happened with Tommy Aldridge also. I yeah, don't know he got sick as well. He was sick also. Tommy Aldridge is another one. I don't know if you... I know you've seen it. Have you ever seen Tommy Aldridge play drums? No. He's I, 130 years old. Let me put it this way. <laughs> from, wh- from where I'm sitting, I sat and watched him, and he's like that picture. Yeah. So, Tommy... And this was 20 years ago, and he mean? looked like, he looked <laughs> like a scarecrow. Oh, that close. <laughs> so, Tommy Aldridge, um, 3,000 years old. Okay. Wow, he just went up. He's, he's the mummy. Ancient. Yeah, he's behind the drum kit. He's playing, and it's usually crying in the rain is when the big drum solo kicks in. Mm-hmm. Great, I love crying in the rain, although it's repeated ad, ad nauseum. The song, the the words in the song. He starts playing the drum solo, and then he drops his sticks and he starts playing the drums with his hands. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the old Bonham thing. That's the old Bonham thing. Oh, I thought it was but, Alzheimer's. But 
what, what, one other thing with Tommy Aldridge, like I think I might have sent you this video years ago on YouTube where he's at some clinic and he's doing... Um, crying in the Rain. Yeah, Crying in the Rain. And somebody said, this man plays drums like a bar fight. It is. It is a, <laughs> he hits so hard. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, I talk about the way Luigi plays drums. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a hard hitter. Right. He's one of the hardest hitters I've seen. Him and my other friend Lou are two... They're hard hitters. They're... Stick breaker over here, yeah, is another one. But when it comes to, I've never seen anyone hit drums the way yeah. Tommy Aldridge hits Insane. drums. Mm. Like, like underneath them, he's trying to hurt somebody underneath. <laughs> like, there's a there's a thing in karate when you go to punch something, you have to actually punch try through. to punch six inches behind it. Yeah, so you actually get through it. Mm-hmm. That's how he's hitting drums. Yep. Like he's trying to break the bottom snare, like the bottom uh, skin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so it's so awful. But he's so good and. I, I could go on like I could go Dio history all day. Yeah, we're eventually going to do like a Dio tribute. Day. I'm cool with that, and and we'll be we'll be there all day. So we're going to have to move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're going to move on to. Um, Shall uh, I handle it? <laughs> yes, please. We have um, Manfred Mann and Blinded by the Light uh, revved said, up like a deuce. Excuse me, douche. It's uh, Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Okay, Earth I'm sorry. Band. Yes. That is the name of this stupid fucking group. <laughs> fuck, and I'm going to say this, fuck man for man, wrapped up like a douche, and fuck Springsteen for writing it. <laughs> I, now, I'm not a Springsteen fan, right off the bat. I didn't even know this was a Springsteen song. I didn't. I, I thought this was the original band. And so I thought Springsteen I. covered it. I thought it was originally this band, and then when I was taking drum lessons, this is like freaking eons ago. Uh-huh. Um, Year I, three. Huh? Year three. Yeah. Oh, I did want to ask you that. How long have you been playing drums? What age did you start? Uh, drum set or prior? Anything. Uh, marching band at ten. Okay. Okay. That that actually was about the age I thought it might be. Yeah. Like that you started learning drums because mm-hmm. your acumen is way higher than. And I started with piano in like freaking kindergarten, and that was like bad. Huh. Bad. Really, that was bad. Yeah. I've I've I seen him play it. keyboards. <laughs> I've seen him play keyboard. Yeah. Bits and pieces, nothing, you know. It's not because I haven't practiced in but still, thirty years. Better than some keyboard players I've right. seen. <laughs> but uh, so, anyway, so with the song, like I was wait, it was either before my lesson or after my lesson. I was waiting, and um, the cover came up was on the radio because the guys at the Long Island Drum Center would have uh, what was one oh two three when it was still a classic uh, rock station or yeah, whatever it was. And one two seven was it one? Okay, one oh two seven. W N E W. Yeah. So. Um, Maybe it was 92.3 when it was, again, still, this is before, this is when Z-Rock was still a thing. Yeah. Oh. And um, so, and I forgot how, how it, was, what it was, I was like, what the hell did he say? Is he talking about a douche? Whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, you know, this is a Springsteen song. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. And then the guys make, I can't sing in the Springsteen voice. And he, Thank God. Yeah, it's bad. But, yeah, and then the guy's telling me, he's like, yeah, it was actually on his first album. So, I forget, you know, it gets filed in the back of your head and you forget about it for yeah. a long time. And then one day it just I saw something else that Springsteen wrote. Um, oh my god, um, Natalie Mer- it was either Natalie Merchant solo or Ten Thousand Maniacs that mm. had covered something that was originally a spring that was a Springsteen song. Really, I think it was originally recorded. I think Springsteen wrote it. His label didn't want him to use it, and he gave it to Joni Mitchell. Yeah, and it's not like because so- the night I was just, wow. Is it that, that one? Because I was just about to bring that up. Is that a, that yes, was it? That's a Springsteen song. Get the fuck out. So you you know fuck Natalie Mergen too. <laughs> wow. No, I'm kidding. I don't care. But um yeah. Anyway, so like 
I somewhere that popped up, and yeah. then I remembered about greetings from Asbury Park. So I, you know, iTunes, whatever, eh, download it, and I'm like, his version is, Egh. yeah, no, oh, it's 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 not it's good. Rough. Huh. It's not good. It's All right. it's rough. It's sloppy. This has one of the one of the more fun sounding keyboards uh, yeah. tones. Ding, 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 oh, you mean uh, chopsticks? <laughs> yeah, well, not that part. The okay. part before yeah. chopsticks. He plays chopsticks in the middle of this fucking yeah. song because they couldn't figure out how to do the transition. Yeah. And side thing, do you know who played drums on this? You. No. No. <laughs> Timmy Turner. No. Chris Slade, who ended up playing drums for ACDC, Thunderstruck and all that stuff, that's who played drums on it. Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, so, okay, unfuck one of the members of this band. <laughs> so. The man the- who was using 24-inch bass drums is Tom's. God, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there, is so, there is such thing as too much. Yeah. And twenty-four inch bass drums. Mike in had general. too much when we first started. Yes. Holy shit! He used to take us about an hour and a half to set up his drums just to play a fucking show at Castle Heights. Yes. Where three people showed up. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had five. I know. <laughs> the only thing I, I I didn't have to do a lot of setup with him because he set up his own drums uh-huh. in the studio, and I never got to play a live show with him. Uh, setting up Luigi. Uh-huh. Mercifully, we figured out how to get a lefty drum kit put together pretty quick. Uh huh. Even if a righty was already set up, it was a pretty quick swap around because we had done it so many times at Roxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got we got it down pat pretty quick. But man, that setup gotta suck. <laughs> uh, my friend Louis, um, when he sets up, he's got the rack. Literally, you just pick the whole rack up and walk it onto on top of the bass drum. Yeah, and yeah. he's set. Well, that's just, what that's that what was. My, that was yeah, my it was like his, but, but his it set, just took a while. Yeah, because yeah, you had a lot of shit. You had zilbells and shit. Mm-hmm. I know it. Fucking tune bells. Yeah, stacked <laughs> on top of splashes. She should stab you. <laughs> so, so we're gonna go to the next. Cause fuck Manfred Man, <laughs> uh, fuck uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, wrecked, wrapped up like a douche, and they're all douches indeed. Yeah. So the next one is Save Ferris with Come On Eileen. Yes. Which is a cover of Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yes. Um, the original. Is awesome. I, I I know it's not it's not heavy. This it's so I fun. like the cover better. Honestly, this is almost it's almost covered to a T. Almost yeah, like almost like exactly. they just sped yeah it up. yeah. You know, but uh, I liked I liked Save Ferris from you know way back when. This got very close to that boo boo baby voice thing. I don't fucking it did like. where to me Am where. I- it just the, her voice. Was I could close. I can. I don't hear it personally, but I could see where you're going with it. But I did like it. Yeah, I, like it was close, but I was good. But I don't think she was trying. If it did happen that way, I, it's she was just singing way, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just the notes that she had to hit. Also, Gwen, Gwen Stefani can rot in hell. <laughs> okay. I know she's yeah, not dead yet, but I'm that, wishing for a happy. Damn new year. that Japanese girl. <laughs> uh, I heard she's gonna be fronting baby metal soon. <laughs> What's the other the guy? I should I say yet yeah, to you guys. I the forget giant. what it was called. Lady Lady Metal, I think it was called Lady Baby or something. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> Maybe baby. It's fucking terrible. I was sitting there watching that video praying for an aneurysm. <laughs> Either him or me. Yeah, so um Save Ferris I had never heard before. Yeah. This I really liked. They only had an album uh, album album or two. And uh and uh it was it, it's more of the. They're a ska band, but they were more serious. They, they, they how do I say this? Not the more serious. 
they tackled more serious topics in their songs? No, kind of it was or? it was a more mature type of 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 music, like less, cock rock, less party. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. I I, I don't know. I, it's it's hard to explain because I I can see all the different ska bands. You have Real Big Fish, and then you have them. Real Big Fish did stuff like I you know I you know beer and you know sell out and all this. Yeah, and then you got them who did like. A contemporary ska? I don't, I don't know what you would call that it. Sounds, that sounds you know like what a mean? fair description. You know? It's like a different type. It was more mature. Yeah. No, it's almost like... Um, like Unfortunately, it's always going to go back to this. This is my wheelhouse with like yeah. hair metal and all that stuff. You would get a Poison, a Warrant, or whatever. The party guys. The party bands. And yeah. you'd get a Mr. Big. Or uh, yeah, Cinderella, okay. Yeah. Or a Cinderella, yeah, yeah. even. That was more grounded. You right. Know what I mean? The Not same type of music, but... Yeah, not so. Yeah, but the, you, you know, it wasn't all about the party. Right. Like they had their upper, their happy songs. Yeah, oh and everything, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was more serious, or even like the way Kings X used to get thrown in with the hair metal, uh-huh. which I never got. I yeah, never ne- got. Neither did I. In. But it's because it was distorted guitars, and that's it. So their their name comes from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes, the on the on the water on tower. The water tower. Say Ferris, which is such a weird reference. Why? I don't know. It's just a weird reference to me. What's weird? The name of the band or the name of the. The name of the band being well, it's pretty cool. I think it's a. I don't. I'm not saying it's weak, right? Because like if you've never if you've never seen the movie, you're just like, oh, it's a cool name. But if you saw the movie, you're like, oh, that's a fucking cool like, name. <laughs> it's like oh, I get it. Yeah. So yeah, I I I like the song, and it was close because of her voice. Yeah. It started it, and then she goes into her normal singing voice. Yeah, yeah. And I like it. So I don't know about the rest of it. I yeah. haven't tried the rest, but I I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. And this was definitely a great introduction to that band for me. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about something that Mike had no idea about. I'm pretty sure you had no idea. Which one? Which this one? This is Sail by Devil Drive. Oh, no, I did. I knew this. I knew the original song. You knew the original song. Yeah. I didn't. So wait. I, once I found out it was a cover, it became known as a cover. But for, when th- this came out years ago, and I thought, oh, this fucking song rocks. Yeah. And then one day I was watching this show on Amazon Prime called Fleabag. Yeah. Oh, I love and Fleabag. That was a great show. Two, did you ever see Fleabag, Mike? No. Oh, Watch it's, it. It's so it's only two show. seasons long. Freaking great! Yeah. I don't know why I just held that the, the back. You had to. It it's, was. It was really worth. It's watch. so good. So episode two, she's sitting on a bus. This music's playing. Like the original mm-hmm. music is playing, and people are just like in in the motion in between those parts. Mm-hmm. They're making faces and expressing themselves, and then going back to normal. And then she stops and looks at the camera. And goes, Am I getting my period? <laughs> and the show just starts. Yeah, it, she breaks the fourth wall. A lot. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot. Um. When I heard that, I'm like, so this is, is that a cover? Yeah. And is that the cover? Or is yeah. It, yeah, yeah. And then I looked up and the original is by AWOL Nation. Uh, I knew very little about this band or group. I still don't because I didn't care. Yeah. The Devil Driver version and Devil Driver is one of those weird bands. Is it, see, I don't know Devil Driver very well and I don't know the original band very well. And when this started, I was like, oh, they're kind of doing it straight up. And then when the it chorus can't... kicks in, I was like, oh, no, they did so, not. Devil Driver is led by a uh, singer named Des Fafara. Uh-huh. Uh, Des uh, was also a member of, oh man, who did Shock the Monkey? The cover of Shock the Monkey. Oh, I was going to say Peter Gabriel. No, it's not that Wasn't that, that wasn't Disturbed also? No, mm-hmm. Shock the Monkey. Oh, I can't remember the Damn, name. Damn, I, I hear it. I don't, I don't know who it was. We're going to have the Angry Wizard do his research Please, real yeah. fast. Um, Keep talking. It's... It's it's one of those songs that just it, it was so powerful when I first heard it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I love it. It's so great. And it was Cold Chamber. Cold Chamber. So Des Fafara. Cold Chamber the, did or Local H. No, it's Cold no. Chamber. The original uh, Des Fafara was the singer for Cold Chamber. 
when Cole Chamber went kaput, he started Devil Driver and said, I'm oh, going to go as okay. heavy as I so, want So wait, so that's the same guy? Same guy. As Cole Chamber? Yep. Fuck it, I learned something new today. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, the other cool thing about this is this was on the same album where they really showed how heavy they were going to go. Yeah. This album is, the, the entire album, uh, Winter Kills, is pure brutality. Uh-huh. And for them, that was a move away from the, like, especially from Cold Chamber stuff, which is a little more new metal. Yeah, yeah. This is straight up thrash. And this cover was in more in the thrash vein. Okay. They have they have songs that are just pure brutality. Um, There's a joke in Scrubs. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, you, the way you watch my child, and it cuts to the mailman driving with a kid in the passenger seat, listening to, and it's Devil <laughs> Driver right. playing in the background. And he goes, well, some people find speed metal quite soothing. <laughs> I love the reference, and it it, it fits Devil Driver perfectly because yeah. they are like I could fall asleep listening to this. Uh-huh. The chugging, yeah, the slow chug of the guitar feels perfect. Yeah, and this song, the original is fun. It's a funny, it's it's a fun kind of dancey song. It's got a creepy tone to it. It's in metal. It sounds so yeah. much better to me. It's just funny. I blame it on my ADD. Yeah, you know, it's it's I, I don't know. Is it supposed to be funny? It's well, it's actually the song, the original song. Is he's explaining why he's so fucked up? Oh, okay. Goes, yeah. I blame it on my ADD. Right, and it's really just a cheap excuse for what he's doing. Yeah. So when you hear about all the stuff that's going on and the heavier version, it sounds more aggressive. Yeah. So it almost sounds like somebody stalking somebody. Uh, it's like I'm doing okay. it, but I'm doing it on purpose. It's my ADD. Yeah, ADD. Yeah. And I love that. Huh. It's just so. It's so good. <laughs> and I know I say that about a lot of songs, <laughs> and I'm getting. It's what we're supposed to do. Uh, we're just <laughs> uh, chef's kiss. This is this is not don't, the perfect don't cover. Don't ever on here. do that again. <laughs> it's not the it's not the perfect cover. Yeah, I really honestly believe the best covers on this. <laughs> yeah, for me, for my picks are first and last. Yeah, because Dio last in line. It was yeah, perfect. Um, this I really loved, and I always anytime I have a chance to share this song with somebody, I try to. Yeah, because it's so good. And if you like metal, you're probably gonna like it. Yeah, yeah. Because his voice, even though growly, you can hear what he's saying. You can hear the guitars. You can hear the drums. The bass is, it's metal bass. It's kind of shifted yeah, back a bit. Yeah. But the overall tone of the song is there. Mm-hmm. And if you hear the original, the second you hear it, it's like, I know what this is. Yeah. Yeah. I knew as soon as it started, and I knew I what went it was. The other way with it I just didn't I know the name of the song. It. So when I saw Sail, I was like, what the fuck is this? Come Sail Away? What is this? <laughs> I, didn't, I, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. If so I I'm looking. If find a metal version and, of that, oh, you'd be in deep Man, shit. you should have put the Cartman version of that on here. <laughs> but he didn't understand the assignment. He was just doing the song. <laughs> So for the next one, we're going with Spock's beard and Beware of Darkness. Now, I love George Harrison. Mm-hmm. I was when I first heard this, I didn't know it was a cover. I didn't know it was a cover until I, I like when I knew when I saw it on this list. I'm yeah. like, oh, it's a cover. I had to look it up to find out it was George Harrison. Yeah, I had to look it up too because yeah. I had no idea what but it was. But George Harrison had post Beatles had amazing albums. Yeah. yeah, he also got sued for something. Did he? Yeah. Uh, um, was it My Sweet Lord? Really? Yeah, because it's it, it was a Sherelle song oh, that he did not know off. that Un- unintentionally. Okay, and the thing that's funny is when I because um, back to with this one, like I had gotten to this box beard way back in the day, and I was blasting this at Roxy and uh, G Rod from uh, the Bullies, the old drummer, and he was in Custard Wally also came in, and this is like like an older guy, punk, blue mohawk, right? You, you know what I mean? 
and he went on a 15-minute thing. Oh, my God, but this is off of All Things Must Pass from George Harrison, going on about what an amazing album it is and all this. And now it's just one of those funny things. You see this guy. Mm-hmm. You're not expecting him to be going on and on about how great free, like he, he was the epitome of like like almost like the 70s era street punk yeah. kind of guy. Literally. And yeah, yeah. Uh, great guy. Yeah. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah, but at the same time, and you would not expect him to be going on about George Harrison yeah. like that. Can I can I ask you a question yeah. about Gerard? Is that the same guy I'm thinking of that threw a ladder at Johnny Heff? Yes. Okay, yeah. So this guy... Both threw... guys rest in peace. Yeah, uh, both guys. Uh, Johnny Heff uh, passed away in 9-11. Uh, Gerard died... He was the singer? In the... He was the uh, one of the guitar players. One of the guitar the players, yeah. Uh, and Gerard died in the know. late yeah. teens? Yeah. 20 teens? No, no. He, I think I was still at Roxy when he had passed. Really? I think so. Mm-mm. No? Okay. But um, And that was... The last band he was in was No Place to Piss. Right? No, you're thinking no. of um, No Place to Piss was... Oh, my God. I'm drawing... I'm drawing a blank Another on guy his who name. passed away. Uh, yeah, another guy. Bomb Walker was the guitar player. Bob Barker. Their no, bassist Bomb was Walker, Dave. Dave. <laughs> okay. Although, although to be fair, Custard Wally... The drum, uh, the bassist's name was also Dave. Okay. He's gonna look it up now. Yeah, but I, I'm not guys... gonna find it. But why not? You could. Yeah. But so, anyway, back to what, what yeah. I was saying about the song. But he threw he threw a ladder at oh yeah at Johnny Heff. Uh-huh. But it why? got caught. The, the, it was the, there was a fight within the band, like an argument, and they threw a ladder no, like, at each other. They no, would never throw a ladder is, at no, you when we were you, UFK. You, you had me. You no, know, you have me and Joe up front at the desk, and we're watching the camera. And for whatever happened, like they something happened, they had to go in a different room and they weren't happy. Yeah. And we just see like we're looking at the camera and we see like an argument going on. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I like it's like you just see pointing, 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 and yeah. then drumsticks fly. Jesus. You. And then one guy tackles the other into the drum kit. So me and Joe go running back there. Yeah. This was in studio B. That was you'd go past the desk, make the right, then the left, like that one off around yes, the corner yes, by yes. the piano. Yeah. So we see G Rod get come flying out of the room (laughs) and we used to have like an old rickety wood ladder that weighed like 7,000 pounds Uh like so if you have to change a light bulb so he's trying to throw it at him (laughs) but it's getting stuck in the doorway like up like Looney Tunes style like stuck in the doorway (laughs) and then you just see a fist come flying through the rung of the ladder and is hitting him in the face (laughs) I've heard this story from three different people (laughs) and it's hysterical every time Joe Mike and Gerard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and hilarious. it's never not funny. Yeah. So anyway, never. so I had gone back and like at this point, and I was just like, also with this, um, I was uh, I was just like, wow, they actually put the first song on their like second album as a cover and they named the album after the cover too. Yeah. With Spock Spirits. So I went back and I listened to the original and I was like, I, you know, I downloaded All Things Must Pass. I gave it a listen. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Not really my thing, but. It is what it is, but I really like the spin that they took the song on. Yeah, yeah. And they do they and they do take it for a spin. Yeah, they take a two minute and change song and turn it into six minutes. Right. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do add their musicianship, their style to it. Like like I said, they understood the assignment. They yeah. understood what what the message was and what they were trying to get across. And there, Spock Beard's amazing. Not my favorite Spock Beard song. And I get a lot of shit for liking the later Spock's Beard stuff after uh, Neil Morse left. I know. You oh know no, the stuff with Nick Virgilio singing is fantastic. Um, my favorite is actually with Ted um, Leonard. Hmm? The stuff with Ted mm-hmm. Leonard. Singing? No, it's Nick Virgilio. Okay. It's uh, the 
uh, the Valley of the Impact and Surfing Down an Avalanche. Okay, th- that's off of uh, um, Snow. Oh. No, Snow was the last one with Neil Moore. It's the one Informer. you're thinking. <laughs> the one you're talking about was the first. <laughs> that was uh, Feel Euphoria. The first one with uh, Nick and Virgilio. You really have walked into a danger zone. (laughs) I can't. I have to sit here silently while you guys talk about fucking bands I have no interest, (laughs) no clue about. And (laughs) you say snow, and the first thing that pops into my head is Informer. Well, it could be worse. Well, it could have been Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Actually, I'm just curious. By the way, thing. one of the worst covers I've ever heard was a Vanilla Ice song. <laughs> a Vanilla Ice covering a Vanilla Ice song. <laughs> the time he redid Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> heavy. Ugh. I've done. It could be the worst thing a white person's ever done. Yeah, and that's a big list. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this song is it. If anyone hasn't heard George Harrison's solo stuff, go find it. It's amazing. Um. Everyone in the Beatles had amazing solo work, except for Ringo. Sorry. <laughs> but he had his all-star band. He had an all-star band, and he's been part of everyone else's stuff over the years. He doesn't want fan mail. He doesn't yeah. read it. But uh, George Harrison, it's another guy who disappeared to the shame. He got so sick and died very quickly. Yeah. And uh, he was so good. And this cover really does capture his energy, but without being the same style. Why are you staring at me? Because <laughs> all I can think of is Anthony Cobia. <laughs> not, I'm not doing it. Not I'm doing not doing it. it. Okay, so we're going to have to move forward to stop that. <laughs> the next cover, and this is another one. This is Goldfinger's 99 Red Balloons, yeah, originally man. by... Um, Good. What's her name? I'm glad no, I what's her name? I, fuck. I knew her name. I fucking wrote it down. Hang on. Tim, Timmy Kimball. Tim, Tim, Nina, Nina? Ne- yes, yes, yes. That's it. Yep. I couldn't remember. I I had to write version. it down because I, I I. And these guys also do the German version. Yes. By the way, we the reason why this is on there is because me and Mike went to Skanksgiving. Ugh. <laughs> I it was I, fucking fun. I, it was, Wait, it was I am ass. not against the event. <laughs> I hate the, the name. name. <laughs> I hate the name. Anyhow, Goldfinger played this. And it, well, it, I've turned a few of our Thanksgivings in this house to Skanksgiving with some of the people I've talked <laughs> But uh, they've made this. Uh, I, they own it. I, 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 I would almost be, if you asked who people who did 99 Red Balloons, they would say Goldfinger. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Because it's a really good cover. Yeah. This is, it, this is a close second to the original. Yeah. And I mean, very, like neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Um. One very few popular songs have German in them. Yeah, and he does. He for does the obvious reasons. He does the German in the middle. Yep. And I don't know if they ever did the German full German part, for full full ver- version of the German. It's wow. It's a lot to sing in German a yeah. full song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's you're not your if it's right. not your native language. But he does that one part in German in the middle. It and needs it. It's yeah. one of those. Yeah, songs. yeah. It works. It's but, definitely one of those songs. But I just love what they did with it. They 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 uh, they they chunked up the that one riff. Yeah, that that you know that dancey sounding. Yeah, part. they really they chugged it up a little. They yeah. got it. They got it. Th- they got a nice pause in there. You know, I think it's 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 close to perfect cover. Yeah, yeah. There are very few on here. I'm like, eh. And and very and few. and Goldfinger themselves is another fun band. They they are. And, 
it, it was so much fun seeing them. Mm-hmm. I told I, during the pandemic, Goldfinger did uh, uh, home like YouTube's. That is actually how I discovered Goldfinger from their um, their at home version of Superman. Yeah, and I was so, like, "This is awesome! Why have I so not listened they to this they did one a week or maybe two a week?" And uh, you know, it was any, when everybody was in lockdown, and I watched them, and I've loved. I've loved Goldfinger since I was, uh, since probably like a ninety four. So yeah. Ni- so when you were a little girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before the uh, transition. And, and <laughs> <laughs> what transition? You're still a little girl. <laughs> and um, things changed. <laughs> and uh, what's my call? So uh, oh, fuck you! Threw me off again. <laughs> you bastard. So ninety four, ninety five. You discovered right. Goldfinger. Oh, and I've been I've been with them ever since. That's awesome. So seeing them do the live at home stuff, I forget who I told. I, I might have told Mary Jane. I was like, when they come, when when this is over, and they come around, I'm like, I'm going. And we did. Yeah. And you said, <laughs> was that the second, first, or second back from the? That was. Down? Let's see. Third. That third. was the third back. I remember you said it was close to as yeah. soon as you could. Yeah. Yeah. It's this is another one that's hard to give notes on because it's. Perfect. Yeah. It's just it, it is. It's, it's well done. Yep. It's fun. That's all you need in a song. And this song initially was very dancey. Yeah. And it's still dancey, even though it's not oh yeah same yeah. And I I think that's important for for the style of music. Yeah. At least that what they're trying to portray. Well, I'll tell you what. Seeing that going to that show, I, I seeing live bands with a brass section was so fun. Yes. Like. It's so well done, and and you you know people make fun of the ska bands. You have to be good to you play that live. Yeah, you have to know how to play to do. Oh, that. it's so good. The whole like all the bands except for that emo ska oh, band. The, the, Remember the, 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 the like the the screamo ska Remember? band. We both they, looked at each other. I'm like, all, I'm like, is this an emo screamo ska okay. band? Hey, like, yeah, they were I, they were okay, but I never heard that before. Everything it's, about what you just said made me hate. You. But it's strangely. <laughs> I'm not knocking them. It's strangely no, it, work. It's like one of those things where you're like, eh, what the yeah. hell? Like on paper, you're like, this does not work. It was, it was my least sense. favorite band there, but it still wasn't bad. But it, it was, yeah, it was different. I'd never heard it done like that before. Okay. Yeah. I've told you the different, like you you experience a different in a set of band opening bands. Yeah. And it changes the changes your life a little bit. Yeah. That was uh, Progressive Nation Tour mm-hmm. with Dream Theater. Yeah. And is between uh, Dream Theater, Opeth, Between the Buried and Me, and Three. Yeah, and the first time I saw three, and I was blown away. Yeah, they were the opening band. They, they were the, the opening th- band. Hey, guy, no shoes, acoustic guitar. Right. Another guy with a knit vest and fucking electric guitar. Yeah, and then the rest of the band came out. I was like, this is going to be weird, and I, I was right, and it was awesome, but in in the best way. Possible. Yeah. Oh yeah, so I've good. I've found so many bands, that, and 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 like I told you, it was mostly Frank Turner shows because he finds like a local band or he fi- finds a band that you know, uh, that he likes, and he puts them on tour with them to open. Mm-hmm. And I've almost never not liked them, you know. A lot of times, I I, I try to miss the opening bands because I'm just like, oh, whatever. Hey, Mike, remember the Fates Warning show we saw at the studio at Webster Hall, and the opening band High Five. <clears throat> their their name was Halcyon Way, but their logo looked like it said HIV. <laughs> I was like, uh, what are they advertising here? And yeah. the singer looked like Glenn Danzig and Vince Neil had a baby, a very oh. ugly baby. Well, yeah, Clendanzig and Vince Neil. Uglier. What kind of what Uglier. kind of a baby would they have? Ugly, ugly. 
U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You <laughs> ugly. <laughs> All right. So uh, now we move on to the dumbest name in this group with Ninja Sex Party. Yeah. Covering Wish You Were Here. I have a bone to pick with this. Okay. First of all, it's Pink Floyd. If yeah. You, if for those um, yeah. Now let's hear your bone. You played a Ninja Sex Party song a couple of in, in, a, in a playlist. Which one was it? Uh, I don't think it's uh, no. Which song? Not which episode? Oh, it was the Welcome to My Parents' House or oh, something. Oh yes, and, Welcome to My Parents' House. And I was excited and when, when when I saw this. And it's very different. It's so straightforward. Yes, that I was like, Argh! but imagine a comic, two comic guys. One guy dresses up as a ninja. Literally dresses up as a ninja. I had no idea about these guys going into <laughs> it. The guy wears that. a unitard with a star of David and a cape. Okay, so so uh, honestly, we I had think, he, wait. He, he, notice Michael yeah, no. is broken. I, yeah, he's he's we, sitting there with his head in his hand. We had I forget what 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 playlist it was, but either way, that songs that make you laugh. Dave, oh yes, oh that's that's coming. Yeah, yeah, that's coming uh, in, the, in the in the lineup. The, um, so he put a, he put one of these songs on there, and it was Wel- "Welcome to My Parents' House." Is that yeah. what it's called? Fucking hilarious! It's about a dude. He's an adult, mm-hmm. and he invites a girl back to his parents' house, and he's telling them that they have juice. It's like, check out these snacks. I can't believe this is free. Yeah, you know, oh it's a guy who lives God. in Wimbledon. So parents. it's hilarious. So when I'll I saw this, later. it's amazing. When I saw this, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. And then it starts, and I'm like, okay, all right, they're, they're playing it straight. Okay, okay. And then it kept going. And they don't get me wrong, it was gr- it was beautifully done. Yeah, I, and they understood the assignment. Yes. Okay, with what you just said. In my notes, never heard of them. <laughs> really good cover. Given the man name, I was expecting something like Tenacious D. Like, not necessarily his cover, right. but more when it's more of a joke situation. Right, right, right. So let me explain. Ninja Sex Party, like I said, one guy dresses as a ninja, the other guy in a unitard with a Star of David and a cape. Mm-hmm. So, singer, his name is Dan. Dan Avedon. He's from New, uh, New Jersey. Um, they call him Danny Sexbang because it's... He's a nerd, and he's he's trying to be funny. Right. So they did a few a few albums of just the two of them doing stuff, like synth poppy, and funny. And then they decided they wanted to do a cover album. Yeah. And they released an album called Under the Covers, and it's all really good covers. They got the rest of they use uh, they they don't use, but they work together with a band called Tupperware Party Remix. They're another they're another band of funny guys, and they dress up in costumes. But right. they play really good music. Yeah. So when they came time to record, they recorded with uh, Tupperware Party Remix, and they made these covers, and they're true to form, really solid covers. Right. And they are across the board amazing. Right. There are Rush covers, there are Genesis covers, um, there's a Journey cover, and then there's this. This to me was because you don't hear people cover this side of Pink Floyd. Yeah. You hear corn covering another brick in the wall or right, stuff right. like that. You don't cover the nobody covers the soft stuff, the emotional stuff. Yeah. And wish you were here to me is that. Yeah, yeah. It's that the oh, it just it it sits in that place. Yeah. That melancholy part of your of yeah. your heart. It sits in the place where I hit skip because I don't want to be sad. I, oh I so you're you're lucky I didn't sad. put the transatlantic cover of Shine on You Crazy Diamond. Oh my god. <laughs> so well done. That would have been bad, yeah. So well done, but it's seven years long. Yeah, it is very long. But, uh, but no, this but, is but, also this is also a very short song. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the shortest one I picked, but the sh- the shortest one I uh, so far. Yeah. Um, it's just, I it's everything else they do is silly. So when they look at covers, they look at covers, the real way. Yeah. And I I really love that about them. But that's but that's again like you said about the the few so the few of mine, is that there's nothing you could say. It was great. Yeah. yeah. And it's I, great. I, 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 I moving on. As it's, you know, it's yeah. like. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, we'll jump and to the, the next pi- one. And the piano <laughs> runs towards the end of the song were fucking killer. That's yes. what, I actually oh. put that in my notes. By also. the way, um, Brian, the keyboard player, mm-hmm. Ninja Brian. Yes, he dresses like a ninja. <laughs> I, there are times where he does performances where he doesn't blink because he's supposed to be a psychotic ninja. So he just stands there <laughs> playing the keyboard, not blinking, staring at the singer. <laughs> which is unnerving as fuck yeah yeah but brian is a um a phd in mathematics taught at oxford university left to fly to california and live and work at game grumps and do this <laughs> by the way this is danny from game grumps and this is um this is brian who works with him game grumps is a youtube channel where they play video games and talk and okay uh they they have other things that they do but they're really known for the game grumps okay um, everyone's involved. Mm-hmm. Danny's wife, um, he works with a guy, Aaron, Aaron and his wife. And um, Brian uh, does stuff. He, they do music together. They have another group called Starbomb, which is actually a rap group where they rap about stuff, which includes the best description of Pokemon I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It is, he starts going through, oh, you got to learn the new Pokemon. And he starts making up names. And they sound like they could be Pokemon, yeah. or they could just be complete <laughs> bullshit. Uh, I'll play it for you later. All right. I might even include it on this list. <laughs> it's so bad. So we're going to go to, actually, another amazing cover. This is going to be one of those ones that has so little notes. This is Kevin Gilbert back in New York City, which is a Genesis cover. Right, which is actually the... I rich- didn't know this song. Sorry. Yeah, it's off... Uh, it's actually... Off of uh, the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, which was Peter Gabriel's last album okay. with Genesis, right. and that and that album, go back and listen to it if you get your hands on yeah. it. It's like one of my desert album, okay, desert island albums. So fucking good, you... so much going on. <laughs> oh, I, every time I think of Peter Gabriel, I think he has the his hair shaved up to here. He's got the ponytail, oh. like a kabuki <laughs> dancer. So fucking weird. He was so strange. He was Gwen Stefani before Gwen Stefani. No, he oh. was actually. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he was so avant-garde now this thing he's talented so yeah. i can't say he was gwen stefani yeah, true. <laughs> i don't know anyone else is pretending to be japanese yeah. uh, no we're not doing it i'm looking at you we're so not go, turning japanese so go on go no on but with just this. uh no but just back to that it, it, it's i think this is actually why kevin gilbert had gotten the was gonna get the call to sing for genesis Really? Because it, from this yeah. cover, because this was done as a B-side for one of his... Uh-huh. I think it might have been off a of thud or something like yeah. around the same time. And, um, you know, it, he did this, and he also did a really good cover of Cashmere from Zeppelin. Okay. That is real... It's not crazy out there, but it's pretty out there. And we've all heard a bad cover of Cashmere. Thank you, Puff Daddy. I don't even think I know I that. I think I... Bl- it's from oh, the Godzilla soundtrack. You son of a bitch. I, I had blocked not- that out. I, <laughs> I had blocked... Oh, God I don't damn even it. think... Oh, man. I may have repressed that because I have no clue. I can't even oh, hear it in my head. The two- There's a lot of years. What? Yeah. Is that a lot of that? It's Yeah. It was a two, uh, 2000, the, the Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah, out, yeah. Which somebody said you look like. I don't get it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you said somebody said you look like Matthew Broderick. A lot of people say I look like Matthew Broderick. I've no, I don't see it. I look old now. You don't look old. But, well, no. I, I'm older. No, he looks old. Yeah, well, he old is old. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Anyway, the um, I lost my train of thought. Fucker. Oh, yeah. Fuck Puff Daddy. Oh, okay. He did a version <laughs> with this. It wasn't even that song. It was the it was just just a sample, main line in the background, right? and it was fucking terrible. But what was he saying? I don't know. Godzilla <laughs> comes and roars. I don't Might know. Might as well be. <laughs> it could be tickle me twice. I don't know. Who cares? But it anyway, sucks. This but is a good cover. He took that was a band. Sit on a hammer. <laughs> if you want to hear he the put, two differences, go listen to that and listen to this. Yeah. He put his own spin on it. Yes. And to me, he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. And it's another one of those where the 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 only complaint is that there aren't more songs from Kevin Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, people, please don't don't choke yourself and masturbate. <laughs> Again, it's just it public service well. announcement from Dave. I mean this, and I, I sincerely just find somebody else to choke you. At least they'll be able to bring you back if if you pass out. Just gentle. I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of choking uh, for obvious reasons. Okay. Uh, check the last episode. This, this is, just uh, keep digging, Dave. Just, just keep digging. So bad. <laughs> stop talking. I, don't I just see you. You're like I can't stop. I can't stop. I don't like choking. I'll choke you if you want me to. Oh my god, I can't stop. Stop, Dave. Just stop talking. You the way you described it, you sound like I'm working my way towards my first murder. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. All I can see is you digging, and yeah, you were digging, I'm and you so were just sorry. like, you were just like, don't, don't jerk off, don't jerk off, and and and, and <laughs> have someone there. Please, I'll do it for you if keep, you'd like. I don't enjoy away. it, but I'll do it. And it's like, holy crap! Stop talking, Dave, before you confess to something. Keep the hefty bag away. Don't get the hefty bag. So please don't don't hurt yourself. Uh, I'm gonna say this actually across the board. Please don't hurt yourself. Uh, if you feel the need to hurt yourself, reach out to somebody, get help. Um, Kevin Gilbert died tragically, very young. Uh, even if he was in his 40s, that's still damn young. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a ta- no, he was younger. I know. I was. I mean, oh. in general, cutting your life short for something yeah. like that. Yeah. For I I always say throwing your life away for a moment of pleasure, no matter what it is. Yeah. Is a waste of 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 potential. Mm-hmm. Just please take care. That when I stay, say at the end, take care of each other, take care of yourselves. This is what I mean. Take care of the precious life that you have because mm-hmm. it is so easily lost. And I think that's enough of Kevin Gilbert because I'm only going to get sad when I talk <laughs> yes. about it. I'm gonna get sad. So the next one actually is a very funny. It's not a funny cover, but it's interesting. The story behind it. This is crucified by ghost and it list, it's listed as ghost BC because of the. Uh, oh no, I missed one. I'm sorry. No, go, go. No, go. no, no. We can flip it around. We'll flip it around. We'll flip it around. Yeah. Okay. So this is <laughs> Michael was like, "What?" This is crucified by Ghost BC, originally done by a dance group called Army of Lovers. Okay. It is a very strange group. It's a trio: a man, uh, two men, and a woman. Um, it is very much part of the club days. So this was very much club kid mentality. I, yeah, I didn't look up the original. I knew the song. I I'm looked, listening. I'm trying to. I thought it was like ABBA, but I'm like ABBA wouldn't do a song like this. But it was. I did look up the original. Yeah, and the only notes I have on this one is I had to go back and to listen to the original. Never heard it before. I like the ghost <laughs> version better. Okay. Now the they, thing is, go ahead. I the experience I had with this, my friend John was really into all kinds of music, like you guys, and he said you got to check this out. And he pulled up the video. At the time, I had a big 32 inch TV in my bedroom. We pulled it up on the big screen. I'm watching. I'm like, okay, she's hot. This is weird. She's super beautiful. This is really interesting. And I was like, th- it's it, it was stuck in my head for a while. And then time goes by. You forget about it. And then one day, that cover album that Ghost put out, I think it's called If You Have Ghosts, they put out an album. It was six songs, something like that. And this was like track two. Mm-hmm. And the second I heard it, I had to call my friend John Acasio. I'm like, John. 
And I showed him, I showed him the whole thing, and he goes, "I love it. I absolutely love it. It's perfect. It's a perfect cover because it takes the energy and puts it into the style." Everybody tells me I should listen to Ghost. I I was gonna add, I I've never I have a question for both of you. I've Ghost, never listened to not Ghost so much for you. I've never listened to Ghost. I I would say take a look from the beginning. If they they have a because very, they change their styles each time, every right? Album is a little different, right? The first four are so very different. Uh-huh. Um, one is very much psychedelic. The next one is a little more seventies. The next eighties, and then it moves into because they they claim to change singers every album, right? Right, every few albums, yeah. Um, it's the same same guy, guy. yeah. They just give him different names: Cardinal Copia, Papa Emeritus, one through right. four, right? They're they're, they're all. The like the Pope, yeah, and it's funny, but it's it's it. it I feel it detracts from the from the music, right. yeah. Well, I was actually going to say with that because I remember you. Uh, I forget which episode it was you guys were talking about, and like with Kiss, and you're like, I can't get into all the explode like the makeup and this yeah. and that, the other. I'm not going to sit here and go. I've listened to all this ghost stuff. I haven't. The few songs I've listened to, I'm like, if I listen to it without seeing them, yeah, it's almost a pop song. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. so, what's the difference? Of that compared to what Kiss was doing in the seventies with the makeup don't and all like that. Kiss. No, but I'm just using that. As, I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> I, I and I you, can you understand. understand uh, I do same, understand it. Um, the, the the makeup part of Kiss doesn't bother yeah. me. It the makeup bother part me of Kiss bothers me. Kiss, and the makeup part Kiss of Ghost just, bothers me. Kiss okay. just bothers me. <laughs> the nameless ghoul, the, the yeah. you know the the the, the, the main play guy. doctor masks. Yeah. No, the other guys, oh. all the guys with the yeah. the the masks that aren't credited for anything. Yeah. That bothers me because those are musicians. Those are people. Yeah. Not getting credit. Right. Um, but I also do kind of like the anonymity. Yeah. Because you never know really who's going to. Well, that's be how Slipknot there. started. They yeah. were just numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, the the main guy for Ghost, Tobias, Tobias Forge. Yeah, you, you know where he got to start? No. I believe it was in the new wave of hair metal bands, Crash Diet. Okay, well, which is a terrible name for a band. Yeah. Well, they're they're freaking Swedish or Norwegian or something like that. Yeah. So you know, English not first language. So no, they take diet. they take sounds and put them together. <laughs> and coming back from where David, don't go on a crash diet. Yes, because uh, it is dangerous. You dangerous. can end up with a <laughs> oh god a syndrome called rhabdomyolysis. Oh, shit, I started them up. Oh my god. Sorry, your, sorry. Your body everybody. will basically start <laughs> metabolizing muscle to yeah. You do realize I'm a medical professional. I did it on and purpose. And I'm also fat, so for crush I did it, are I did it on purpose. I, I wanted to see if you would just take the reins. You took the hook and ran with it. Please don't choke yourself while masturbating. <laughs> oh, no. While crashing on a diet. Yeah. While, while no, doing no. a crash diet. Your legs will be too weak. You'll fall. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. I hope Jenny doesn't listen to these. <laughs> I kind of do, actually, because she, she usually uh, gets a kick out of how stupid I am. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um... Uh. Yeah. This is one of those dance songs. The original was a mm-hmm. great dance song. Yeah. The the version that Ghost did was great. The cover album that they put out yeah. is amazing covers. Yeah. Um All I right. mean they're they I'd put it up against the um, we talk about Garage Days as yeah. being one of the best metal cover yes. albums. Yes. This would be right up there with it. Because it, it is very gothic in style and still very much you know, there's acoustic stuff, there's there's Dancing right. stuff. It's- I gotta give it. A, I gotta give it a, a give it a listen only because I'm one of those people, and I think this comes up in a, in a maybe maybe the next the next list or something where like people tell me to like watch something. You have to watch this, and I go no. Now that you now that you're so oh, you gotta. I'm like I don't want to. Well, I, Sopranos. I I didn't watch the Sopranos because so many told so many so people told to. me to watch it, and I was like no. And I'm Italian. 
I'm like supposed to watch that shit. It came, it came with your subscription. Yeah. Your weekly. Yeah. <laughs> you get fresh slices of Gabagool. You know, yeah. Oh, season yeah. Two. No, no. I couldn't watch it. So Same thing with Yellowstone. Everybody's like, you gotta watch Yellowstone. I'm like, no. No. I see clips online. First, I'm like, first, I don't like Kevin Costner that much, and cowboys could eat my dick. Why did I say that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to be as angry as me. Yeah, and he it got didn't work. Dirty with it quick. <laughs> also, the guy from No Place to Piss was Keith. Keith, that's right. <laughs> oh God, I love that guy. I miss him. He was good people. They, I mean, there were so many guys at Roxy. That, Is he dead? That, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was. He was another guy. Another great guy. Got caught up in some bad stuff and. Got clean way too late. Yeah, but so and good. it caught up with him, or yeah. or he just relapsed. No, and he no, it he caught up. It caught up with him. Oh, it just long yeah, term. he was fucked before beforehand. Oh, yeah, gotcha. He was, but such a nice guy. He was one of those guys. Like towards the end, he was very sick. Yeah, like he was coming into Roxy, still sick as a dog. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, come here, give me a hug. I'm, like, I'm not gonna get sick from you. Come here. Yeah, he just hug him. He was one of those guys. He was always like when back then I was still hugging people. I was still like, yeah, come and bring it in. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Um, now we got to go back one. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And this is the Pie Tasters with same old song. Yeah, man. Now, is this Sam and Dave? What? No, I would, it's uh, the four. Is it the four, four tops. tops? The four tops. Four tops? Yeah. I always forget. Yeah, I, I, I mix a lot of them up, too. So, But this uh, so the good. original is amazing. Yeah. So good. It's, this. It's from it's from the Motown days. Yeah. This version. Perfect. Now, mm-hmm. the Pie Tasters are still around. Okay. They are a. Uh, right, so we got we got real big fish, which is like the kind of jokey kind of ska, right? Mm-hmm. You got um, save Ferris, save Ferris, which is like the contemporary ska, right? I do like that the adult description. contemporary, right? I do like that. I really do appreciate and then, that description. Uh, excuse me. And then you have the pie tasters, which is soulful ska. I get that. I see it. I can if, feel that. If you listen to the, they, they are one of my favorite bands to this day. I haven't seen them. I used to go see them every time. They're from DC. They're from the DC area. I want to say Maryland, maybe. Um, and uh, they come up here, like, not often, especially now. They're, they're you know, they're a little older now. Um, but I used to see them every time they came up here. And they're such a fun band. And they're another band where uh, they don't take themselves seriously. Like, they have very subtle, uh, not jokes, but there's a little, there's just humor subtle, in it. Yeah, there's humor in their songs. There's a there's a but they're, not but they're very subtle. They're not yeah, they're not they're throwing it at you. you. In the face with it. Right. And the, 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 the singer yeah. The singer is 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 very soulful and uh I just love it. I love it because it's 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 a different kind of ska. Yep. Yeah. You know? I was actually going to ask you is like 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 one of my one of my my notes on this is like are they a quote unquote normal band? Yeah. Or a, like a cover band, like a Me First, no, the no, Gimme no, 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 type no. of thing. No, no, they, no, they no, have. I was like, because if they were like, like, wait, I could what? What Me First and the Gimme Gimmies is a cover band? Yes, yes. You had no idea. I knew the name. I didn't know. That's anything a. It's about the them. guys from the Vandals. It's um, it's a few bands. I, yeah. I off, off the top of my head, I can't think of. But I, I know it's the Vandals and Shy Halud. Maybe Shy Halud, and I want to say No Effects. I think so. But um, but yeah, they're a cover band. No yeah, idea. Th- they're co- I like can't I, I sh- that. like in retrospect. Yeah, I'm like with uh, with the uh, me first and gimme gimme's. Their cover of Uptown Girl is yeah. freaking money. And that's the thing is is that money. they're 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 kind Beautiful. of jokey too, but they yeah. take the song they take the music yeah. seriously as they should, right? And they they're also their cover of uh, uh, science fiction, the first song from um, Rocky Horror Picture. Yes, Show. so which good. I know yeah. so little of. Yeah. so good. 
So, uh, so yeah. So give give these guys a listen if you yeah. can. Their first Definitely two albums are the to. best. I think uh, Wait, it, it, we're talking the pie tasters. Yeah, pie tasters. Okay. Pie tasters. Uh, By the way, I, I love think the that, name. I hate pie, but I love the I love the name. Th- well, you know, no. Do I have to explain this to you? <sighs> yes, please. Oh my god, it's the birds and the bees. Yeah, is this, is this a pussy eating joke? Yeah. I I don't know. I've never called it pie. <laughs> I just you don't have vibe, but I, I knew exactly it, what they meant. I just call it what it is. You weren't like, <laughs> box. Weren't you, you weren't watching wrestling when the Rock was? Yeah, going I did okay. the Poontang pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. But uh, their first two albums, um, Brian Adams, I, b- I believe it's their first album. Nothing it's about called, the fucking. The it's called uh, the, the, their albums Willis and Ulu. It's I always said it called it Ulala, La, but it's Ululu, O O L O O O L L O O Ululu or something like that. Uh, those so? two, those two albums are great. I gotta check them out. Yeah, yeah. Because so, this was a lot of fun. This this is one of those songs where like, the second I heard, it, I'm like, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. You just. You, you can feel the smile coming on. It's yeah. Like, ah, there it is. But uh, yeah, they, they one of my pee, favorite bands. A good pee in the pool, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're not supposed to enjoy it, but you do. We do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now we go to <laughs> Hot Leg with Automatic. Now, is this a Pointer Sisters cover? Yes, Pointer it Sisters? is. Um, it was dumb. I liked it. You well, know who's singing on that? That's Justin no, Hawkins from um, the, Darkness. the Darkness. Oh, damn it. Singing and playing guitar, correct? Playing guitar and singing, yeah. God damn it. Now I said I liked something from the darkness. <laughs> oh, this is, trust me, there are so many songs from the darkness that you would love. Oh, I yeah, probably would. Don't... I just, you know what it is? Again, the one it's that one know. song that I think of, and then you go, but you got to listen to darkness. I go, but are they all going to sound like that? No. No, but all right. the, like his vocal style, yes, he does the high full setup. Yeah. That's yeah. just the way, he, the way the guy sings, but they're all solid Fucking music. All right, I'll give it. I'll give it a listen. You know what changed my mind? The, one of on one of the more recent albums, "Heart Explodes." Yes, is one of the songs. That's and a song. It's yeah. a beautiful right. song. It sounds like it's going to be one of those crazy songs. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. change change no, the way I listen to the dark. All right, so I'll I'll give that a listen. And it's not much to say about this other than it's a really good cover. It's fun. Pointer system. Wow, why did we do this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're just we're, pissing we're, ass yeah. the whole time. We're all well, like, wow, this reason, is, it was well, so good. The reason I pulled this song out anyway is because when when I like just to give a little backstory on it, when I was a little kid, Pointer Sisters came out with Jump. Uh, yes. whatever whatever the hell year that yeah. was. Automatic was on the name of the album was Automatic. Yeah. And Jump was on it. Funny story, and my grandfather loved the Pointer Sisters. So my mom loves them. My dad. Loved them too. My and we had the vinyl. My grandfather was, was in his 60s back then. So? so I don't know. <laughs> good music well, is I good music. I never met my grandfathers. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my mother's father died before my parents ever got married. My, gran- my father's father lived in Puerto Rico. I never saw him. Uh-huh. I met him once when I was 13, again when I was 34. That was it. Total. Right. So grandfather's stop, never around. Stop giving me a lecture. I'm sorry I brought up my <laughs> grandfather, Dave. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no. So it's like, but so I always liked the song, and it was in the back of my, you know, it was like one of those things. And then one day I was doing, um, again, whatever. Like I know that the darkness had split for a while. Yeah. He was doing his this other band, Hot Legs. So I was like, yeah, let me check it out. And I'm looking at it, and this cover comes. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, it was, this is it was fun. Yeah, it's it's really good. good. I liked it's a really it. Really good cover. Yeah. What's <laughs> I'm just looking at what's next. What is next? Uh, it's actually never. I, I never promised you a rose garden by the Suicide Machine. Oh, okay, that's mine again. Which is a good. It's a good cover. I, uh, okay, I, I wasn't a huge fan. No, you don't have to be. It's all no. right. I, Stop but, being apologetic. Okay, I'm not going to beat him up now. Question time again. <laughs> is this like a, a regular band again? No. I don't know. Um, or are they like a me for like again? A co- no. 
So they're not, they're not a cover band. This was the first song that was released by them before their first album. It, it was actually on the soundtrack of SLC Punk. Okay, I can under, I can see okay. that. Um, I did not realize it was them. Um, Scott McPartland from uh, Sudden Fear and I used to go to uh, Slip Disc. Remember Slip Disc? Yeah. Do you remember Slip Disc? No. It was a record store on Rockaway Avenue in Valley Stream. That's why I don't know it. It was a, I one of the there. greatest and one of the last true record stores that had just about everything. Mm-hmm. Right? And we used to go there and we used to we used to go there about once a month and we would call it the um the slip disc jamboree. And we would go and I would just sit there and we would go they'd have patches, they had pins, yep. they had everything you wanted as a teenage metalhead or punk yep. rock guy, right? So I would sit there and I would just go through CDs, go through CDs and I picked this one up and it said Suicide Machines. And I went. That sounds pretty bad. That sounds pretty cool. And I bought it. And I fucking played the the first song is called New Girl, and it's fast and it's you know. And I was like, shit, yeah, I love these guys. <laughs> to this day, I still that that album is amazing. So I never got out to Valley Stream when I was a kid, or okay. even barely now. But when I was younger, we used to go into the city to Generation Records. And okay, Generation it's still Records there. I've, I I like I haven't been there in a few. Uh, a couple of years now, but Generation Records is awesome. I saw Frank Turner play a solo show in the basement of. of I was going to say Generation. Records. I have a funny story about Generation Records. Every time I go there, I have to shit. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Generation Records. Every time we set foot in that place, my body went now. <laughs> and now I got to ask them to let, to let me use the bathroom, and I'm gonna blow it. Yeah, up. it's not gonna be pretty. It. Oh, I haven't been there since any stomach issues. Yeah. But back then, I used to I used to take a take a place out. <laughs> oh man, there was one time I was with Sean and we were walking along Fifth Avenue. Yeah, it was like eleven in the morning. We we're walking to Guitar Center all the way down on Atlantic. Where the fuck do you shit in the city? No, here in Brooklyn. Oh, oh, okay. So we're walking here, Fifth quarter. Avenue. Yeah, and I, all of a sudden I'm like, dude, we got a problem. He goes, what? I got I gotta go. Thankfully, there's a pizzeria that was just opening called Pizza Town. So I'm like, yo, we I gotta. Bug you these ruined people. their bathroom. I went in. I said. Yo, can I get Sir, two slices? Sir, excuse me. <laughs> he goes, dude, the pies aren't even out yet. I said, I really need to use the bathroom. I was gonna use, I was gonna buy something so I could use the bathroom. He goes, you can just use the bathroom. I said, how about this? We'll talk about it when I'm done. I run into the bathroom. Did you? Did you have to buy the, the place? I, <laughs> I you bought three pies. Their bathroom, <laughs> and then I cleaned the bathroom out of apology. <laughs> I came out. The guy's like, you okay? I, I go, yeah. I also cleaned your bathroom because I felt bad. He goes, okay, have a good day. I said, no, 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 I'm still waiting for those slices now. <laughs> I earned them. And you're fat. <laughs> and I, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's not even a fucking question. Of any time, oh, you want pizza? Yes. Yes. You say pizza? I go, uh huh. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese pizza is still acceptable. <laughs> By the way, not bad pizza. No, I, no, I've, we, we, I've had way worse. Yeah. I've had so, way worse from better better names. So to get back to, they're not a joke band. They their first album was. I wasn't done talking about shit. I don't care. Records. I'm done. <laughs> Are you? I'm actually no. There's actually one more thing about generation. Oh, go records. ahead. I want to hear about generation records and shitting. No, no, it's not a shit story. Oh, I do have to shit every time I've been in there. The last time I was in there, they uh, I bought something. I bought a DVD set that they had on the on the first floor. Yeah, and the guy handed me a copy of Saint Anger. I'm like, did I do something they, wrong? They couldn't give it away. Yeah, no, they gave it. He gave it to me. I'm like, 
I didn't. This isn't mine. He goes, no, no, no. It's, it's, it, we're giving them away. It's promotion. I'm like, do I have to? <laughs> and I took it. I'm like, it was bad. It's really Happy not good. snare drum. <laughs> it's the worst snare drum in history. Yeah. Absolutely. Hands down. The worst. Okay, I'm sorry. Please continue. No, so not a joke band. <laughs> their, their um their first album was uh, not a joke. There was a little silliness to it, some of it. Um, but then they got real serious, like real political. Like their oh. next few albums. Like I bought the second album. Like yes, second album from the Suicide Machines. Put it in, and I was like, this is a little different. It's a little different, and I didn't like it. As so, much, huh? As much. As much. Yeah. Well, I. Goldfinger did it for a while too, where I had fallen off with them. By yeah, that point. where their first, second albums were great, and then like they were almost party albums. And and, and then yeah, and then he got like all uh, vegan and and animal rights and and like you listen to the songs, you're like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> yeah, it's serious. You're sitting there eating a cheeseburger, listening right. to it, and going, yeah. it's like, I yeah, feel it's like, bad, why but you? I'm not going to stop. Yeah. But uh, but Suicide Machines did one of the coolest things I've ever seen, and I surprised people didn't die. We saw them at um at Warp Tour. And I know a lot of bands do this, but I've never seen it done at a at a festival with thousands of people. They split the crowd in two. The wall and, of death. And they did yes. And it was just a cloud of dust and feet and fists and and me and Mary Jane were way in the back, you know, and I was just like I are, think people might be dying. Are you a Lamb of God fan? Never. Really? No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. There's <laughs> a, okay, it's 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 funny. Here's another story. I'm and, never. And I'm going to I'm going to tag Brian Creed in this because this is I I was saving the story, but you brought it up, so here comes the story. We went and saw Slipknot at Nassau Coliseum. Okay. Right. So I went with them, and 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 uh, who opened up for them? I forget. There was an opening band, and Lamb of God, and then Slipknot. So Lamb of God comes out, and uh, they tell you know they're talking about this and that, and they're playing, and I'm like, all right. And then he goes, "This is a, uh, this is a song from uh, before they had to change their name to Lamb of God." If, if you yes, know, their original because they were the burn the priest. He goes, "This is when we will burn the priest." And I looked at Brian and I went, "Burn the priest." I'm not a religious man, but holy shit, dude! Yeah, it's a bit much, right? So <laughs> they start playing and slip knock, and I lean over to Brian at one point and I go, "I just realized I'm not a metalhead." And he looks at me. He looks at me, and he goes, "Mike, we've all known that since we met you." <laughs> it was just, yeah. He brings that up yeah. to this day. It's it's very funny. Yeah, but for me, oh sorry, there's no, <laughs> very funny. Ha, ha, go ahead. Um, le- oh, forget. I forgot how I even got into this. What talking about Lamb Burn of God? Burn the priest. Burn no, the priest. That. Lamb of God. They were going to say something. I've completely lost it. Oh, I, I killed you. I'm no, sorry. No, it's not your fault. It's oh, actually, oh, it's, uh, uh, oh, the wall of death. Yes. So, <laughs> um, I the one of the one of the sh- yeah, he's trying to do this, but he's all his fingers I'm trying to dock. What? <laughs> that should that should be the image for the uh for the, the, for the episode. Just just, no, just the full hands. Have I ever told you I taught my son very young to do this while maintaining eye contact with somebody, <laughs> just to make it uncomfortable? <laughs> You're okay, be, you're gonna be getting you're, calls. You're gonna, so the wall of death. Yes, um, I saw a show. It was um, Trivium, Machine Head, and Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Trivium, Trivium, Machine Heads was they were supporting the album Halo. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And then Lamb of God gets on. They have power issues. They had to reboot the stage. Basically, yeah, it took them like a half hour. They get back up and they start with the wall of death. The entire crowd parts, and I had never, I hadn't seen it before. Yeah, and they just run full speed. 
And I saw people fall down. And then I saw the coolest thing ever. People stopped and got other people back up. Well, that's how it was supposed to be. Yeah. That's the way it was the back way in the day. It used to be. Yeah, yeah. the way it used but to be. But we're talking yeah. 2008, nine. Oh, that's, yeah, no, that's, that's still close. Still they, weren't do, close. they weren't doing it then. No? Mm-mm. I, I used to be, see people get kicked in the face all the time. They yeah. hit the ground. They I, I, I can't believe that. I would, people would clear. Yep. Clear the, the crowd and get people up. It's a, see, that same Slipknot show, by the way, they did something cool, too, where they made everybody get down. And then they counted to three or whatever, and everybody jumped up when the song came back in. It was the craziest thing. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen because everybody just goes nuts. And again, all you see is dust and feet and fists. And I'm like, that was fucking cool. There was a <laughs> there was an Anthrax. Anthrax used to do this thing with John Bush. I know you don't love John Bush. <laughs> um, they have a song called "Refuse to Be Denied." Uh-huh. Um, in the beginning, he's like, "Yeah, I just want you to scream when it hit, when it kicks in. Yeah, I'm gonna count one, two, three, and you're gonna scream your heart out, pinch a titty, whatever you got to do." Yeah. And when they did it, it was a full like eight seconds of the entire crowd screaming with him. Yeah. And then they kick into the song. Yeah. Like it'd be the slow riff, and then yeah. all of a sudden, one, two, three, yeah. and the whole crowd goes crazy. Yeah. And that just that energy. Is yeah, beautiful. yeah, yeah. The same thing with jumping or or well, the wall yeah. of death is insane. Yeah. So back to what we were talking about. Yeah. I, I can't imagine a wall of death at, at a show like that, but that's really cool. Oh, it was cool. It was so, cool, and I'm glad I was not in the middle. The I Never Promised You a Rose Garden is a weird, like, it's a weird song when Lynn Anderson did it. It's weirder when these guys did it. Yeah. But it's cool. Yeah. It, very cool. But it, it got them on the map. Yeah, it got yeah, them It got them noticed. Yeah, it, it's definitely something to take attention that to. That intro run on it is massive. Yeah. The song just started. It's like a freaking wall of sound. Yeah. It's hitting you in the face. And now speaking of walls of sound and getting attention, The Zoo by Bruce Dickinson. Initially uh, written and recorded by the Scorpions. Okay. I told you on the ride you over. Said, yeah, I had no I, idea what it was. I, it sounded familiar, but I didn't know what song it was. And this I, is, you know, we had so much going yeah, on that yeah. I never got a chance to look into it. Yeah. yeah. When I saw The Zoo, I'm like, love the Scorpions. Yeah. Love Bruce Dickinson. The Zoo is my most hated Scorpion song. Really? That to me, like I remember what me and I went to go see them um, when Excuse White Snake couldn't play. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and when The Zoo came up, I was just like, <sighs> which is funny because for me, Big so- City Nights is my least favorite. Oh, I love Big City. Uh, like I even have over here, like Bruce Dickinson killed it. How could he not kill it? But why The Zoo? Why not Big City Nights? No one like you. Blackout. I would love to hear him do Blackout, but yeah. that's a different story. But it's like, I don't know why The Zoo to me just feels like it's seven years long. Do you uh-huh. want me to the explain? Song, it just never goes anywhere. The song itself. So this was initially recorded in 1998 uh, for ECW yes. Extreme Music. And he wanted nothing to do with it. Yes. He just wanted to get it over with and get it done. The rest of the band had left. They were done recording the album. Yeah. It was they were gonna add it onto their album and do it for the ECW thing. They the rest of the band left, so he's like, I'm not doing it for the album, I'll just get it done. Him and Roy Z did all the music. They did everything together uh-huh. except for the drums, which is a drum machine. So this is technically just Roy Z and Bruce Dickinson. Okay. It was never released on anything other than the ECW, ECW Extreme Music, mm-hmm. which was probably one of the best compilations at the time. Mm-hmm. It had, um, it actually has one of my favorite groups, uh, Tres Diablos, which is uh, Pantera without Phil. Really? It's, it's Rex, um, Dime, and Vinny. Yeah. And Dime is singing. Hmm. It's a, a really? the X is the name <laughs> of the song. Uh, this also was, because um, it was intros. Yeah. 
So the zoo, I think, I forget, I think, was it Mike Awesome? I, I, maybe, I really don't remember. It was somebody, it was one of their bigger wrestlers. It was either Mike Awesome or Sandman. No, Sandman. No, Sandman used Enter Sandman. Uh, and Rey Mysterio used Sad But True at the time. You know, it was, it was a really weird time because they were able to it use... It was Mike Awesome. It was Mike Awesome. And Mike Awesome was a fucking giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Was this it, before ECW was bought out by yeah, yes. WCW or uh, WWE? Or, it was yeah, bought it was by before. WWE in 2004. I saw... I saw 2001. What? Was it that early? I, was it, was, it, it was 2000 or 2001. I, I, all I know is I went to an ECW 2001. match. I went to an ECW match at the Elks Lodge on Queens Boulevard. Nice. And it was the crazy... I'm not into wrestling. You know yeah. that. It was the craziest fucking thing I ever seen. I got... <laughs> Well, when, I'll when, have stories after next week because um, XPW. Yeah, Christian and I are going to XPW, <laughs> and that makes um, ECW look like a freaking uh, Boy Scout. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's bad. brutal. It's, I'm it's I'm scary. not a fan of what they call deathmatch wrestling. Yeah, it's it's painful to watch. Yeah, let's put it. We actually got seats in the balcony to make sure that we don't get hit with the breaking light bulbs. Yeah. at ringside. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, thankfully I'm not going to that. Um. Also, when he, uh, Mike Awesome and Bam Bam Bigelow were tag teaming, this was their entrance music. <laughs> I don't know if you know Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> I know Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay, so Bam Bam Bigelow, 300 pounds, shaved head, tattoo of flames on his skull. Yes. And probably one of the most nimble wrestlers yes. at the time. We had a friend named Scott. We used to call him Bam Bam Big and Nation because his last name was Scott. His name is Scott Nation. <laughs> Bam Bam Big and Nation because he was a big dude. That was yeah. a big scary Bottle guy. Caps. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was crazy. Um, this like I said, this entire album was cr- was nuts. This was like I I had never heard it before, and I, I knew it was a cover because I I had heard the Scorpions at the time I heard this. I'm like, okay, this is really cool, and I love the Scorpions. Uh, Noah Link You is the mm-hmm. best song they ever had. I don't give a fuck about Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> this is also a really good cover. He did. You can tell he's kind of phoning it in, mm-hmm. but it's there. It's yeah. definitely there. Um, for, not there's not much to say about yeah, it for Bruce Dickinson covers though. All the young dudes. That's the one for me. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. <laughs> it, it is the one yeah. for him. By the way, this, like I said, this uh, this song was recorded with the drum machine. Yeah. And Mike's going to help me learn how to use a drum machine. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean a drum program because this is 2023. <laughs> There's no way I'm using a machine <laughs> unless it's DOS machine. <laughs> yeah, the, the machine. No, DOS machine is a uh, well, keyboard. I, was, I don't know. I was thinking of. Yeah, I knew you were thinking of Burke Kreischer. Kreischer. So. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> we now come to the part of the list. You make me sick. I hope you know that. You make me oh, sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Start me up. Yeah. By yeah, the folksman. By yeah. the folksman. This is the worst fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I heard somebody break their leg in person, and it didn't sound this bad. <laughs> you know who the folksmen are. This is Michael McKeon, Harry Shearer, yes, and Christopher Yes, Gitt. yes. This is it was terrible. Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Doing folk music. Yeah, it was this terrible. This is three comedians. Now, yes, they do take it seriously. Uh, no, it's not good. No. And I hope one of them breaks their femur. I fucking hate this song. I didn't like the original. I like this cover even less. <laughs> I, I, I'm mad at Harry Shearer for existing for this. Just... <laughs> The three of them, I want to stab. I want to stab them with pencils. <laughs> oh, and this made me want to stab you with a carpenter's pencil, <laughs> slightly sharpened, just slightly. Uh, I fucking hate this song. You better have a great story to go with this. 
If nope. you say it's a good nope. cover, <laughs> it's a, it, to me it's funny. For it's one. not. And two, when um, Spinal Tap <laughs> came around, it was uh, I can't remember if it was two thousand one or two thousand two. They opened for Spinal Tap. They opened for themselves as this. Yeah. So they but opened I with this and then jumped on stage as Spinal Tap. I now, but the thing is, at this point, I hadn't seen um, a Mighty Wind, so I had no idea who the hell this was, and we were so far back that couldn't really see him yeah <laughs> so he's like oh this so, and I'm like, folk. Yeah, a folk band. I'm like there's a folk band opening for this you know and then they, they start with the song and i'm like all right this sounds kind of familiar i know this i know this. oh my fucking god they're doing rolling stones <laughs> and then a couple of years later i see the movie it took and you, you years to <laughs> no when i finally saw the movie no when i finally saw the movie oh i fucking <laughs> yeah. hate this so much yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a big no comment on All this right. one. I have a big comment on this. Fuck them. <laughs> God, I hate this. So this was that that is a short description of a big problem. <laughs> These guys like so we've talked about Dio organizing stars. Right. Um, which is a great compilation of singers. Mm-hmm. Included in that group in the background are Harry Shearer and Michael McKeon. Yeah. From Spinal Tap. Right. My, Michael McKeon and... Um, was it Harry Shearer? No, it's not Harry Shearer. Was it Christopher Guest? Christopher Guest. Yeah, it I was could... not. It was Nigel and David for Are the you movie. sure? Yeah. We're going to have to go through that song after this and look. Because I'm pretty sure I saw his stupid no, it's, face. It's, 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 uh, it's <laughs> Nigel and... Uh... It, which also delegitimizes what they were doing. Yeah. Because you've got two, you know, at least two comedians in a group of serious... Well, as serious musicians as Vince Neil can get... <laughs> Vince Neil, Blackie Lawless, Ingve Malmsteen, Ted Nugent, who did not belong there. I know. Ted Nugent belonged out in the woods hunting deer. I don't know. But I'm not going to, like I said, not getting into it. But they, I really felt like they delegitimized what Dio was trying to do. Yeah. Although the, the song itself kind of delegitimized it itself. Because it it was meant to be all these children all the you know all these people they're stars but it sounds like they're saying we're stars yeah and, it, it, <laughs> and Ronnie James Dio is not like that yeah so it yeah. didn't come out the way he hoped it would right but it was such a good it's still a great song yeah. it's 18 minutes long because all the guitar yeah, solo. It's, oh, yeah. it's like I think we I think we counted out how many bars the guitar 96 solo. it's 96 bars of guitar solos that's it, it feels like more well no no it, was, it wasn't bars 96 it was 96 repetitions of the of the of the four bar section, yes, maybe? yeah, it was, and whatever ninety six times four is, I'm not doing that a lot, a lo- super a lot, mm-hmm. but it's really good solo section, and it covers every style within the metal community at the time, yeah, all the way through. Uh, they actually also cut out a lot of stuff, like um, the guys from Iron Maiden, uh, Dave it. Murray and Adrian Smith, doing dual guitar solos together. <laughs> they had to cut it out for yeah. time, yeah. yeah. Also, it probably might not have fit, yeah. But they, somehow they got Buck Dharma in there doing a guitar solo. Of uh, uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the Folksman blow. Yeah. Uh, Dio's amazing. And let's move to the last song. Simple Man by Howard Jones. This is an Allman Brothers song. Yeah. When I first saw it on the list. You got scared? No. Why Because people, people see Howard Jones, they assume the, the scream or the growl. No, I saw Howard Jones and I was You thought of the 80s Howard Jones? I was thinking of a pasty little British guy. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Eh, this ain't, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, to, just so everyone who doesn't know what Howard Jones looks like, Howard Jones is a six foot tall black man who used to sing for Killswitch Engage. Yeah. This is the singer that replaced Jesse Leach and then was replaced by Jesse Leach. This man 
has one of the wildest growls that's very clear yeah. when he screams. But this voice, this is the voice he should be using. And he does use a lot of the time now. Yeah. Well, uh, like the torch very much has this this voice over heavy metal. Mm. And that's why I love it. And his version of this has all that emotion that Simple Man had. Yeah. And it's a short it's a it's quick. there's not a lot to it. There's there's more to that song, but it's really just a small vocal piece yeah. for him. But it's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh I I the my my beginning and end were the for me the perfect covers. Ah. Uh Tenacious D doing Last in Line, Howard Jones doing Simple Man. Mm-hmm. And very much guys who took the idea of the song and used their their instrument, their voice to make it theirs. Yeah. Cuz Greg Allman didn't sing like that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that kind of power. He yeah. didn't have that kind of power. He had a little more drawl to him. Yeah. But Howard Jones. Yeah. Who that was. It, it's, I can still feel the tingles when I think about it. Yeah, take it easy. Just a little tickle. <laughs> you get the little tickle going. No, tickle. you know you know what's funny is I understand it, it, that that whole ASMR thing. I get it with music. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. There's I never knew what it wasn't. I never knew what what it was until people explained it, and I was like, "Fuck, that's what I've been feeling my whole life." I remember the first time yeah. I felt the hair stand up yeah, on my yeah, yeah. I felt it in my arms. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah, I understand. But uh, yeah, this is this is a good 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 cover. I mean, yeah. it's it's again. I, I feel bad because a lot of a lot of them were like, we're like, yeah, there's not there's not a lot of he notes on, yeah. on stuff. He, yeah, he nailed it. That's it. He nailed it, and we nailed it for recognizing. Dude, you see my notes on this? Uh, no, because no, I'm fucking blind. Oh, simple man, holy fucking shit. <laughs> I, I assume that's a good thing. Yes. yes. Okay, good. Because I, I, I'd hate to be like, holy fucking shit, what were you thinking? Yeah, why did you put this oh, on wait, there? That's no, what we thought about the folksman. Yeah, that's, that's what he put on there. Yeah, that's what Dave put on for the folksman. Actually, it, the first words are, you make me sick, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this, made me want to, this made me want to stab you in the face with a carpenter's pencil. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything else. I fucking hated it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be doing more covers uh, yeah. down the road. There were so many I could have put on here. And I wanted to put a few of ours on there. I wanted to put on. Mm-hmm. I wish we recorded uh, with UFK. We we did Pink. Don't um, let me get me. Don't let me get me. And then I was telling Dave on the way over here. I did a couple with um, uh, Bobby Grandone and and Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, conspiracy, conspiracy pork. pork. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we did. Did uh, you do uh, uh, tears for fears? We did. Um, yeah, what was the name of that song? Uh, da, 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 da. Mad World. Mad World, and uh, and we which, did a. Uh, is huh? that a cover? There's a cover of that. There's a cover Gary of Jules. it. Yes, yes that, that which was gonna. I was gonna. I could have put so many songs on this, uh, but I, we also did um, um, Orange Crush by REM. Okay. But I, like I was telling him, I don't know where they are because they were on. We're gonna have to. They were on MySpace. We're gonna have to have mm-hmm. a UFK day. Yeah. Oh, I wanted it. Yeah, if we can get, yeah, if we can get a couple of the other guys down here. That would be awesome. One other. That would be that would that would be nuts. You know, but uh, yeah, we I think totally we're. Uh, I, th- I think we've 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 sucked the. Uh, I want you to covers stop there. Dry. <laughs> we've sucked. Good night. <laughs> uh, thank you and good night. <laughs> no, we really did. We 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 showed our appreciation for these, and hopefully you guys appreciate them too. Yeah. Um, if you have comments, you can go to our website, hitthestagepodcast.com, and you can leave a message. Uh, you can leave notes. Um, you can throw a review up on iTunes or uh, Google Play Music or any of the other podcasting apps you may use. If you want to use our website to listen to the podcast, it's there too. Um, 
now we're going to be starting to add them to YouTube. Uh, Hit the stage podcast. You can look us up on YouTube, but they're gonna, they're not going to have video yet. We're still working on that. And uh, you can look for me on Instagram. I am basher.exe. And I am uh, nugs29. And uh, we're going to work on getting more to you. Yeah, man. Uh, Mike, thank you for coming out again. Thank you for having me on. And once again, for everybody listening, keep the plastic bags away. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't choke spate yourself. Goodbye. (laughs) We love you. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Hail Halford. Hail Halford. (laughs)